Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Obviously, Andrew Abdo made some comments on 100% footy last night about expansion. Also talking about the Dolphins and how they're travelling at the moment. Take a listen. Are you pleased with where the Dolphins are up to putting together their squad for next year? Will they be ready, Andrew? Yeah, well, I so said there's two aspects to it. One is off the field. Um, they're going really well. They've got a good structure, um, going really well commercially. They're going to be uh, probably a top four club from a commercial perspective. They've got a lot of uh, good support from sponsorship, from membership perspective. So that's that's really good. And then obviously you talk about football. Um, and that in, in itself, uh, there are a couple of things there. Uh, the Dolphins have invested quite aggressively into participation and pathways as part of their license. And then they've obviously building their, been building their roster. And quietly, they've, uh, they're up to now 24, 25 of their top 30 signed. Um, and uh, they're in reasonable shape. And obviously, everyone's making a, a lot of noise around uh, not having a major big signing. But, um, you know, as, as you guys will know really well, it, it's a team sport. And it's not necessarily about big individuals, but it's about how they come together as a group. So I'm really excited. I think they're going to be competitive. Um, the proof will be in the pudding next year. But um, really pleased with the way the progress that the club has made. Um, and I think they're going to surprise a few, uh, a few clubs next season. Should they have had another year to get ready? I mean, that's the consensus that they've been slapped together a little bit. The players aren't exactly what, you know, household names or there's no uh, Cameron Smith equivalent. There's no Cameron Munster, for instance. You know what I mean? Like, we, we haven't seen that yet. So mm. are they attractive enough and are they going to be competitive? Well, their fans have responded and the corporates have responded and they believe in the brand and, and the vision that they, they're building. Um, and I, I certainly think when you look at it on balance, of course, um, yeah, People have dismissed the fact that the Redcliffe Dolphins have been around for 75 years. They've been one of the most competitive teams in the Queensland State Cup competition for a number of years. They've had seven grand final wins. So um, uh, you don't necessarily win in your first year in the Premiership. Some clubs have taken a long time to, to win a Premiership. Some clubs have never won a Premiership. You've got to take a long-term view. And the Dolphins are building for the long term. And I think over time, you're going to see a number of young players come through from a participation, a pathways perspective through and represent that region. Have you got a preference for the 18th team, Andrew? No, I've, uh, you know... The one horse race, isn't no, it? Uh, no, uh, no, the focus... You've got a timeline. You've got a timeline. <laughs> the focus... Timeline when no. you want an 18th team. No, uh, we, we don't. Uh, the, the truth is, we'll be, you know, we need to consider a whole range of factors. Yeah. You know, the depth of playing talent, uh, the commercial imperative of it all. Um, History. It's a medium-term goal um, as opposed to a, a, an immediate, immediate goal. So it's a longer-term strategy. We've just started a new broadcast mm. rights segment, five years. At the end of this five years, will we still be going to broadcasters with a 17-team competition? Or will you be saying to them, no, well, now we're going to move to 18 teams, nine games, conferences or whatever you've got in the plan. Is there a, a plan that far ahead as to what the competition is going to look like in five and ten years? Yeah, the Commission has a bold plan around growth of both the men's and the women's uh, competition. So 2028, the start of a new cycle, we're really ideally aiming for hopefully 18 men's teams and 18 women's teams. Um, and that, uh, that allows us to think strategically around the growth of where that 18th club can come from.
So from what they go on to talk about, it looks like the 18th team is most likely going to be the North Sydney Bears. I'm not sure if that's 100%, but it looks as though that is going to be the 18th club. And they won't be coming in until 2029. So that's still a long time down the track. There was a lot of concern, obviously, when the extension talks, the expansion talks, should I say, uh, started coming into fruition that there was going to be bias for at least one team every single week. Fans were going to like that. Fantasy football is going to be stuffed up. There's a lot of problems with having 17, an uneven uh, number of teams in the competition. And that's just one of them, to be honest. Uh, Having a team out every single week, it's going to be quite annoying for those fans who want to see their team play and will miss out on seeing their team play. As petty as that sounds, it's the realistic view. It's what fans are going to be thinking. And that's what they were thinking, obviously, when the expansion uh, sort of talks started happening two years ago, I think it was was now. So it'll be very interesting if it is the North Sydney Bears. That's a great thing. I agree with the Matty John sort of statement he made I think it was about six months ago now where he said that it should be PNG. It should be one of the Pacific Island teams. I totally agree with that. They've got a bunch of players over there. We've seen it. We've seen the players coming over. Just absolute base of talents. Fiji, Samoa, Tonga uh, and PNG as well. Got some really talented footballers there. Uh, So I'd love to see them come over to the NRL, have a team. Just like the PNG Hunters in reserve grade, they've got a team. Papua New Guinea for me, I think would be the ideal way to go for that 18th team. But it does look like it's going to be the North Sydney Bears and I think that's still a good thing. It's convenient. Another Sydney club. A lot of players in Sydney. It's going to accommodate really for all those young guys coming through. We've seen the talent over the past few weeks for some of the guys debuting that just won't get spots inside due to say stars injured coming back into the side the following season or in the following weeks and they just won't get a spot so having another team in the NRL especially a Sydney team a very attractive part of Australia obviously uh, it'd be very very uh, accommodating to those players uh, that can come over and express themselves be a part of first grade first graders that aren't getting a spot coming over to that North Sydney team and creating a team and that's what they're doing with the Dolphins at the moment obviously signing a bunch of stars but also getting guys that don't make the top 30 squad every single week uh, and really building a roster out of it. And I'm really liking the team that they've got at the moment, the Dolphins. They've got a really good team with a lot of good rookies as well. Some really good development contracts that they've signed over the past few weeks. So very exciting times for the Dolphins. I can't wait to see what they look like next year, how long they take to sort of develop into a really competitive side. I don't think it'll be that long. As Andrew Abdo was saying, they've won seven comps in reserve grade. So they've obviously got some players in reserve grade that can come up and play some first grade football, get the job done. Some really good talent in the Redcliffe Dolphin system as well. So I can't wait to see how that goes. I think it's going to take them at least five years to become a successful franchise. But for me, it really depends who they sign in 2024. Can they get Cameron Munster? Can they get Jackson Hastings? Can I get all of these players to go to the club in 2024? From November 1, we'll find out. We'll find out who the Dolphins get in 2024. Jake Cavarillo as well. Plenty of players, even Ruben Garrick as well, off contract in 2024. So plenty of players that can pouch from other clubs come November 1. It'd be really interesting to see what the side looks like in 2024. If they can get a bunch of stars like Avarillo, Munster, Hastings, all of these guys go to the Dolphins. They're going to build a really, really strong side and they'll be quite competitive. I still think it's going to take five or so years to become super competitive in this competition, uh, but they've got a lot of time, the Dolphins, and 
I can't wait to see them become a successful franchise. Also, I think Wayne Bennett being there for the first few years of their development, I think is going to be huge for them. The master coach, he's going to help them out a lot in their development. He's also going to build a culture at the Dolphins, which is going to be really exciting to see. Really excited to see the Dolphins become the next big thing. Wayne.